Welcome to the Nude Attitude, where we shatter the mirrored ceiling, worship our sexy selves, and talk about all things holy. This is a safe place where we will be throwing around confidence like confetti and applauding people flaunting their bodies no matter the size, color, gender, or ability. I'm your host, Madeline Gregg, and we're about to dive into the lady pond or whatever gender you prefer to sink into. So raise your glasses high and cheers to your slut side in this nude revolution. You ready? I am. Let's do it. Let's start with these icebreakers. Awesome. What's your name and what do you prefer to be called? Hello, my name is Jordan. I prefer Jordan, so that's easy. Um, And I know you're going to ask what my pronouns are. I listen to the podcast. So my pronouns are she and they. I don't really have a preference. Either or. What's your sexual orientation? So... In the past few years, I've kind of been struggling with this question. So it's a great icebreaker. Right now, I'm not identifying with any orientation. Nothing's like quite sitting right with me. So I'm just kind of going with I'm sexual and then putting a period at the end. Sounds good. Um, (laughs) What's your favorite position? Speaking of sexual. Yes. My favorite position is doggy style. I just love it. God, I'm hearing Classic. so much lately. It is hands down the best. Yeah, it's a classic favorite. What Can't about it? Classic. It is very classic and it's like, oh, it's easy to do. <laughs> There's it is no, like, easy extra. to do. I think the thing I love about it is I really enjoy being dominated. Mm-hmm. And that is just a classic <laughs> position to be dominated Okay, then a little a little deeper. Do you like because this is also that, that deeper? <laughs> this is something like I legit didn't know until like probably two years ago. But do you do doggy style with your legs closed or with your legs open? Open. I do too. Yeah, I do. Yes. Okay, but some people prefer it closed. I'm like, oh my god, that's a new I've world. Honestly, never. I think I probably have. Sure, but naturally those legs just like to be spread, right I'm just like out. I'm good to go break my cup I'm pelvis. good to go right <laughs> I just keep getting lower and lower too you know to the point where I'm like wait hold on I'm, I'm not this flexible anymore yeah, like, I like, have not gone to yoga in so long right but like, we'll call this thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes um what's the last porn you watched so the last porn I watched hmm it was like a cuck holding orgy Sure. And I really loved it. I was not quite expecting that, but it was cinematic. It was adventurous. It was sexy. I was into it. I love that. Yeah. Um, what's the most amount of people you've had sex with at one time? Me and just one other person <laughs> so far. That's respectable. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think your most attractive feature is? Um, I love... Mm, I love my curves. 
Yes, get it. Just the shape of my body, baby. Yes, work it. Um, <laughs> what feature do you struggle to love the most? So I think the thing I struggle the most with my body is I, I actually have varicose veins. Mm-hmm. Aren't those painful? They can be. Yeah, they can be painful. And of course, they're definitely going to get worse the older I get. But I've kind of like always had them. And I am the only young person that I've ever met that's had them. Mm-hmm. So it's something I've always really struggled with. And they're also very visible. Yeah. Did so, your mom have them at a young age? Um, my dad did. And I think yeah. I also have something called like translucent skin. So you can actually yeah. see all the veins in my legs, which, you know, now I'm a grown person and I'm like, that's fine. But when I was younger, kids called me roadmap and I fell asleep in psych class one time. They like drew highlighter all over my veins, (laughs) which I'm like, cool, whatever. It was actually my friend who did that, but I was brutal. (laughs) And yeah, a strange thing to not like, but my veins. Okay pump blood through my body (laughs) a vital like thing a vital thing a very yeah you just can't stand it that's fine it's fine fine. it's totally fine yeah um what feature do you notice in someone that you're attracted to first I think it really depends on the person but Mm -hmm. probably a witty personality okay and then how do you unwind hmm um I smoke (laughs) So there's that. I also really enjoy reading, journaling. Um, Recently, I've gotten into drawing, which has been kind of a cool Corona surprise. Yeah, I was so bored. I was like, let's give it a go. And I'm kind of liking that. So that's awesome. Yeah. All right. So I am going to have you go ahead and, and, and explain your online presence. I would say in two words, sustainable slut is probably the way to go. I'm so obsessed with that. Say it again. Sustainable slut. <laughs> and don't you forget it. <laughs> okay. So you're the voice or face for me um, behind a state of ruin. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like what do you focus on with your Instagram page? So it's kind of fluctuated a little bit. I I like to allow myself to be open and honest with how I'm feeling and not feel pigeonholed into a certain, you know, topic. But generally over the past few years, it has been surrounding sustainability, living not a zero waste, but like a minimal waste or a lower waste lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the past few years, sexuality has really come into play with it. I started posting pictures of me in ethical lingerie and I had a willingness to talk about sex in regards to sustainability and it kind of just snowballed people were really hungry for it so yeah I think people are just like pretty thirsty when you get down to it so when you like mix something that's really like um interesting like sustainability and something that we all should be very aware of and then mix it in with sex people are just you know It's all really practical, but nobody's talking about it. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I never really thought about where my lingerie was coming from. I never, even though like I was thinking about like where all my other clothes were coming from. I just never really thought about like the stuff I put on when I got into bed. 
And I've never really thought about toys. I've never thought about lube. And that is like disgusting to say. (laughs) You know, we're going to get into something. Yeah, we will. (laughs) We'll get that in a second. So how do you get into sustainability? That's a great question. Um, I worked for a local ethical fashion company. And I had the blog prior to that. It's why I got connected to them. But um, I think I was on Facebook one night and I saw a video on how countries burn their trash safely. And I thought it was the coolest concept. And I was like, why the hell isn't America doing this in droves? So I deep dove into it for like two hours. And I watched all these videos and read these articles on burning trash and I was hooked and it's like this moment that just kind of switched everything for me and by the way when I say burning trash I don't mean going outside and like like burning your trash in a box. yeah you're not like burning plastic tubs and stuff it's like yeah facilities designed to safely burn trash and emits harmless uh vapor basically into the air so Yeah. And that's kind of what started it for me. I was hooked. I felt the more I learned, the more I was like, I have got to do something about this. The earth is dying. And this was, you know, four years ago, maybe when it wasn't such a buzzword and not really, people weren't really talking about it. So I found a a few like key bloggers when that was still a big thing that I just fell in love with and I never looked back. So So how did you, I guess it was just a natural like progression of like everything about your life, you wanted to be more sustainable and then it just got into your sex life too? Yeah, I think it all was just a really natural progression. I graduated college thinking I may want to become a sex therapist. So I've always been interested in sex. Mm -hmm. Um, I also grew up on a farm and my mom was always really conscious about teaching me about the circle of life and protecting the earth mm-hmm. at the same time um, it was a breeding farm for horses so like sex was something I was aware of and taught but only on like a science level and not a yeah. human you not know men- exactly which only made me more interested in it right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I I'm blaming my conservative farm upbringing <laughs> yeah you're blaming seeing horses penises all the time <laughs> honestly sounds weird but that's how I became a sustainable slut so yeah I mean, it's a little like jarring when you see one so I could understand that <laughs> it is very jarring you haven't lived until you've uh you know watched a stud mount a <laughs> yeah whatever breeding it's a thing that happens you don't have to get it's into the thing. it <laughs> That was like more horse penis talk than I thought I was going to do. No, it's okay. I'm, I'm yeah. <laughs> as long as we're not talking about, you know, people and horses. Yeah, we're fine. Right, right. <laughs> so how did you, so it was a natural progression. So how did mm-hmm. you get the courage to like speak out about lingerie and sex totally. products online? And how did you get the courage to eventually post? Because if you've seen A State of Ruin especially on your, um, your stories. Oh yeah. They get sexual. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. 
they're nearly nudes. Yeah, it's you'll see well. a lot of butts. You'll see a lot of There's like the occasional almost, nip, which mm-hmm. is great. I'm all about yeah. obviously. I'm all about it. <laughs> so, how did you get the courage to do that? So, I actually started a state of ruin anonymously. Is just a place to talk about fashion and thrifting and things like that. Um, so because it was anonymous, none of my friends or family followed me. Mm-hmm. And as it grew, I really couldn't hide it anymore. Yeah. But I knew that I wanted to keep that space kind of sacred for myself. And I didn't really want my conservative family following me. So I just uh, I found them all on Instagram. I blocked them all before they could even find me. <laughs> and that was years ago. And I was like, well, you know, I don't really have anybody I need to like worry about following me. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, it wasn't that hard. And I've always worked for companies in the past few years that have been pretty like respectful of that. They're small businesses they've been woman owned. They've been pretty conscious and they didn't have an issue with it. So it wasn't like I was worried about my boss or, you know, my employees seeing me. And I, I think that once you are already doing it and then you go try to find a job, it's like easier for me. Because everybody already knows. Yeah, everybody already knows. Wow. They, they know. They know yeah. they're going to get booty pics, and that's what's happening. And it yeah. is what it is now. So. Love I love the sexual freedom of it. That's why I started following. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. It's all very normal once you, you know what I mean? Yeah. It feels very normal to me now. Yeah. No, I understand that, obviously. Like, there's yeah. there's pictures of me online. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I totally I'm just like whatever, it's my ass. Watch me yeah. shake it. Yeah, it's <laughs> You're just welcome. A body. It's how it is. Plus, yeah, exactly. Really cute lingerie. I mean, you would want to show off like a normal outfit. Why not one that you're going to bed in? You know. Exactly, and it's all in the in the efforts of ethical and sustainable fashion. So, right. It's not like it's thirst picks all the time. <laughs> I mean, they are. They are a little thirsty. But yeah. We're gonna say it's for sustainability. <laughs> Right. So what, obviously, I have a partner. They Mm -hmm. don't give a shit about what I post on the internet. They actually applaud me to no end. So what does your partner think? I have to say it's the same. I would actually say that being with my partner, um, his name is Dakota. Being with Dakota makes it easier in a way. Dakota has always been super supportive of me, does not give a shit what I do as long as I'm happy and having that kind of supportive partner in your life makes posting your ass on Instagram so much more exciting. They can be and the best, best cheerleader. He's my best cheerleader. And the most, like the most hilarious part about it is he never watches my stories. He's never on Instagram. Yeah. So he like, I'll have to come home and be like, I posted a fire ass nearly nude today and you should check it out. And he's like, Oh, damn. Oh, damn. And I'm like, you would have missed it. Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> come on. Like, all these other people are enjoying it and yeah. you, you should be too. So yeah, do he doesn't care at all. <laughs> do you not know what I do all day? Like, I'm like, look, look at, look at how good my boobs look. Don't you like that? <laughs> That's hilarious. So Steering a little bit away from this, what, yeah. let's talk about like menstruation products and sex products. Um, yes. Do you want to start with lingerie, menstruation, sex? What do you want to go for? Dive into it. 
So menstruation products, I get a lot of questions, a lot of questions about um, menstrual products. So I use a cup. A lot of people have heard it as a diva cup. Um, That's not the brand I use. I use Hello, Mm -hmm. but I've also used Lunette, which I really like a lot. Um, But basically, in case someone doesn't know, a diva cup or a cup is a cup that you insert inside your... It's usually a silicone cup, right? It is. It's a medical grade silicone cup that you insert inside of your vagina in place of a tampon. And um, it collects your blood. Mm-hmm. It's, it sounds a little gross yes. because only because it's not what you're used to. Yes. Um, I find tampons actually, now that I've used a cup for years, to be like really disgusting and I hate using them for emergencies yeah. because a cup is so much cleaner. You don't have a string hanging out. I hardly ever bleed through now that I know how to like insert it Mm -hmm. and what it should feel like inside of me. And I can go all day, all day with it in. And I like never have to empty it. Whereas tampons, I have to change like every two or three hours um, because I have a pretty heavy flow. So I highly recommend, recommend looking to a cup. And if anybody's unsure or curious, I do have a highlight reel on my Instagram where they can learn more about it. Um, I also do use reusable pads. I don't really need to because, as I said, the cup is amazing and it hardly ever leaks. But I use reusable cotton pads in place of your standard disposable one-time use pads. So where do you get the, dis- or the reusable pads? You can get them anywhere. There's a great shop here in Louisville called Coco that's opening up soon. Right now they just have an online store, but I've switched over to trying to get all my sustainable products as locally as I can. So Coco is great if you're in Louisville. If not, um, they have an online store or there's tons of, if you just search for it, you know, mm-hmm. So how do you clean or, the pads? Do you just like throw them in the washing machine or what? I just throw mine in the washing machine. I If they're like kind of really gross I'll like give them a nice good rinse out in the sink and kind of wash them and then throw them in a washing machine um but I only use mine on my super heavy days so it's really just spotting but also you can use um menstrual underwear like thinks which yeah, are super great I've seen too. that before I haven't tried it yet though I haven't either. I love my cup so much that I really don't need anything else. Same. I'm um, obsessed with my cup, like, to no end. It's amazing. It is, like, I will gift the it best kept to, secret. Like, people. Like, if Same. my friends are, like, I've never used a cup before, I'm, like, okay, what's your address? I'm about to send one to you. <laughs> Same. I... I have like, like I know it sounds weird. It's like a shot glass, like, glass up your vagina, but trust me, it's better than, like, tea bags. It's the best thing that'll ever happen to you. And I do know that there are a few people out there that for whatever reason, maybe like putting something inside of them is uncomfortable or they're not comfortable with it. Totally get it. But you can use thinks or pads. There's so many alternatives, but if you don't mind, try a cup. It will change your life. It's also, I mean, I think I spent probably like $30 on my Diva cup and it lasts an insane like I used to spend $30 a month on like tampons and pads. And now it's like, I, I think I've had it for five years. I don't know if you're supposed to use it that long. Oh, shoot. (laughs) No, I think you're okay. You know, um, I ended up changing mine out because mine was a blue and it started 
becoming really discolored from years and years of use yes. of my menstrual blood. And I only changed it because so many people ask me questions about cups and I kind of have to give that disclaimer of like, mine's really stained. And I didn't want to turn someone off from using a cup because they saw my like stained cup. Yeah. I understand. I'm very visual and I understand that other people are too. And yeah. menstruation is like, unfortunately, still a little bit taboo. We're uncomfortable with the idea of our own menstrual blood sometimes. So I didn't want to turn up. And I do want to stress that there is like, there's a learning curve to it. So you are going to have a really bloody hand. You are going to like drop it, (laughs) which I don't suggest You will drop it. I have dropped it in a toilet. So then how do you clean it after that? So basically what I do, um, I call it like dumping my cup basically. It's like Mm -hmm. you take the cup out and you dump your blood in the toilet or the sink, whatever. So if I'm going throughout my day, I will dump my cup and then I will rinse it out in a sink if mm-hmm. it's a private restroom um, and put it right back up. And if it's not, if I'm in like a public restroom or a stall or something where I can't like rinse it out in the sink, I'll take it out, dump it, and then put it right back up inside of me. It's no big deal. Um, and I'll just use like one hand so the other hand can like touch yeah, the door do, and like be hygienic <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um ah, yes I love the cup so, so then do you personally I clean my cup like after or probably like two times during like the week that I'm bleeding so yeah. do you boil your cup do you use I use um sex toy cleaner that's super, super great thing to use. Um, I have a cleaner that I got from Lunette when I bought my first mm-hmm. one like two years ago. I will clean my cup at the end of my menstruation cycle mm-hmm. with that cleaner, and then I'm good to go. I will boil my cup. Um, if I buy a new one, I will boil it first just to make sure it's like totally sanitized and good to go. But then after that, I'll just use like, you can use an unscented soap. Yeah, as long no. as it's not antibacterial, because it'll break down the um, silicone, I think. Look at her go, yeah. So, but if you're unsure, a lot of companies will sell, like, a special cleaner, you know? Yes, they do. Most do. Yeah. yeah. And there's tons of different um, sizes and shapes. I just saw mm-hmm. one that was, like, more so in a... Um, I mean, they're all cones, but this one had like more of a curve to it. So it's supposed to like fit around your pubic bone. I love that. I there know, is a right? really great Instagram called put a cup in it, Ooh. which has quizzes and it's just an entire platform based around cups with tons of information. So I highly recommend checking that out for any awesome. questions that people might have. Yes, that's amazing. So let's go into sex products, whether it's vibrators, dildos, uh, nibble clamps, we can Mm. talk about strap-ons, literally Mm -hmm. give me it all. I'm so excited to talk about this. Yeah. So toys. Okay. Um, unfortunately, there's condoms. Oh, we're going to talk about. Oh yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yes. I've got some notes here. Um, and I've got a favorite brand. So, so toys, unfortunately there's not a ton of options 
for like super eco-friendly, sustainable toys. Um, but I do think that if you are more conscious with the way that you spend your money, you're going to create a demand for those. So the more that companies see people turning towards eco-friendly alternatives, the more eco-friendly alternatives we will get. For the time being, my suggestion for people um, is I care a lot about the ethics of where things are made. So I generally, if I can, I try to buy made in the USA. And that also just cuts down on pollution from transportation and shipping packaging, things like that. Um, I also refrain from buying cheap toys. And I Mm -hmm. don't mean, I don't mean like inexpensive. I I mean like quality wise cheap, because if it's something that's battery powered or rechargeable, I've had friends give to me cheap toys before. They're fun for like six months or a year and then they eventually kaput. And unfortunately I believe but I could be wrong that there that you cannot recycle even if it's a recyclable material, it's considered a biohazard. So you couldn't go recycle it. True. Um anyway, they won't accept it. So you know. Um so anyway, what can we do? Um I love glass toys. I got a glass dildo for the first time last year. I am obsessed with it. It is so awesome. Um, I think I've always been afraid of glass toys, I have to admit. I posted about my glass dildo a few months ago, and I was very surprised by the reactions from people. I, a lot of people were wondering if it would break or hurt, but a glass dildo is basically just a regular dildo and I honestly find the glass to be um, sensationally more satisfying for me because silicone like does naturally have a little bit of resistance yeah and it has more of a bend so if you're trying to get like certain spots it sounds like a glass dildo is like probably the best totally and you can get them in pretty much all shapes and sizes like any dildo so I love those and plus they're super easy to get ethically because you can get a hand-blown glass dildo made by an artist in the U.S. with a quick Google search, you know? Mm -hmm. So love those. Um, If you are wanting to go with something with a little bit of power, I would recommend getting something rechargeable instead of battery. Um, And something that's high quality because it'll last. Mm -hmm. So also, you know, you, I wish that I didn't have to say this, but also make sure it's high grade silicone that it's medical grade silicone yeah and be conscious (sighs) be conscious about like like you said where it came from because the u.s standards are a little different than Mm -hmm. vietnam's so there are some great companies out there um something i i'm also conscious of when i purchase is who i'm buying from yes who owns it what are their ethics who do they care about you know, things like that. So a few companies that I really like are Knox Shop, which is N-O-X Shop. Um, I also really like Unbound. They've become super popular in the past few years. And New York Toy Collective, talking about strap-ons and things like that. New York Toy Collective is super awesome. They're made in the USA, and they have a lot of gender-affirming products as well, not just like toys for play Mm -hmm. so um they have like pack and plays and all kinds of things so I love the New York Toy Collective and I just love that they make everything in-house that's so great so um 
something I always see as well with toys is people talking about crystal sex toys because yeah I've seen the crystal eggs before yeah they they definitely became really popular I think a few years back and at first I was super excited I was like oh my god it's natural it's gemstones it's crystals yeah but let's talk about where those crystals come from girl, you're reading my mind. Where do those (laughs) crystals come from? And here's, you're not going to like the answer. Yeah, I know. Um, Mining is generally pretty bad for the environment. There are certainly ways that you can do it. I I currently work at a sustainable fine jewelry company. Mm -hmm. So there are ways that you can get gemstones ethically sourced, but your crystal dildo and your jade egg is unfortunately probably not one of those yeah so while it's a great idea it's not super great for the environment it kind of breaks my heart to be honest I know I hate even saying it but it's true <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad you're like I hate saying it but please don't <laughs> the impact of mining it's it's a real issue yeah yeah, I've um, heard that mining crystals is like becoming the new blood diamond of today. Oh, yes. And it's a non-renewable resource, which I don't really think that mm-hmm. people um, think about. I certainly didn't before I started working for a sustainable fine jewelry company, but they're non-renewable. Like they're not coming back. We can't grow them like trees. Yeah. So, I mean, there are, of course, like lab created gemstones, which are really great, but um mining just has a huge impact on the environment and not enough people in the industry give a shit truth so it just is what it is maybe if you want to get like a one second hand but i don't know if that's something you want to do so i think it'd be probably easier to clean than silicone so i would yeah just that's true (laughs) but the, the porous levels of gemstones really change from gemstone to gemstone so that's another thing that people mm-hmm. probably don't think about is that some may not be as easy to clean as you think that they would be mm-hmm. so if you do have one kind of do some research see how porous of a rock it is because mm-hmm. that may affect like bacteria getting into little nooks and crannies and things like that so yeah so that's toys but there's probably somebody about? listening who's like i wondered why i was getting so many yeast infections <laughs> It's not you. It's the no, it's Yeah. <laughs> not you, boo. Um, yeah. And also, you know, I've, I've heard some things like through the grapevine of people kind of wanting to like DIY toys or make their own or use like household products. You know, there's all different levels of sustainability and I really appreciate people's commitment to it. But just make sure that if you are putting, putting something, something in you, yeah. in you that it is safe (laughs) please I beg of you yes let's talk about condoms and lube oh my god yes okay so I post condoms on my story probably like once every few months and I always get someone who is like I never thought about it I know right for sure yeah I'm embarrassed now in my college days like how many how many Trojans I threw away (laughs) listen I'm glad to hear that you threw those Trojans away because that meant you were using them well, yes. <laughs> and safe sex is the best fucking sex. Yeah, like so. stress safe sex, honestly. If like a Trojan is the only thing that you can get your hands on or like anything from like a free clinic is the only thing that you can get your hands on, please use it. Oh my gosh. Yes, 100%. And here's the thing. 
you know, I'm lucky enough to live next to a grocery store that sells these cool, all natural, sustainable condoms, yeah. but other people aren't. So if what you just use what you have access to. Yes. Because there's nothing more carbon negative than having a child. A child? Yeah, no, I know. Right. I know. <laughs> so yes, you're like, I am aware. I I'm very aware know. times three. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to have a kid, that's great. But um, if you don't, and also just protecting yourself against STIs, you yes. know, that's super important. So just use what you have available. And yeah. if you are able to get your hands on these condoms, great. That's awesome. If not, do not beat yourself over up yes. over it. So, so um, if you're able to get your hands, you're able to. Five, if you have the extra moolah to do it, because they yes. probably are more expensive than the average condom, right? I think that they are. Yeah, I don't really pay much attention to it, which I'm like privileged, right? Um, but I think that they are much more expensive. I'd say I, I'd have to double check though. But okay, so if you can, what should you get? Um, I personally use Sustain. I've used them for years. They are. Um, an all-natural rubber latex condom. Um, something I really, really like about them is they are B Corporation and they're fair trade certified. They um, source their rubber from a sustainable rubber plantation, which is really cool. Yes. All the great things. And I love that they are certified and they have these, you know, they're not just saying, look how sustainable we are. They're like, we can back it up and prove it too. Look at all this information we have online. Love that about them. Mm-hmm. Um, so really enjoy them. There's also a company called, I think it's called Glide with a Y. And they are very similar to Sustain. Um, they are also vegan, which I'm not sure Sustain Ooh. is. And I didn't even realize that a lot of condoms aren't vegan. Yeah, I never really thought about that before. Never thought about that. And I feel like I'm probably crushing some vegans' dreams right now. And I'm so sorry, little babies. You didn't know. Now you know. Yeah. So there again, is just a, use what you have if it's the only thing. Use that what you have. have. Use what totally. you have. <laughs> and now you have more knowledge. So if you, like, want your condoms to be vegan, go buy some Glide condoms. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it has a dairy-derived byproduct in a lot of condoms. So mm. who knew? Um, but yeah, because they don't really put, like what they're made out of. I mean, it's not like a, you know, cookie package where you see exactly what it's made. Of. I don't know why I right. pulled out cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. I feel you. You can't like see the ingredients. You have to kind of like dive for that. Jeez, all these analogies are just, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so those are probably my two favorite ones. Unfortunately, both are latex. Um, I was looking on Sustain's website and they did say that they lowered the level of latex or like, I I don't quite know how they put it, but basically they're like, if it's something that bothers you, we've lowered the levels of like the specific chemical in latex or whatever that Mm kind of gives people the allergy. Now that being said, Rub it on your arm before you put it in your vagina or on your dick. Yes. I'm like, please don't just like dive in and use it. Do some research. Ask your doctor. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was something that they said on their website, which I found very interesting. And I unfortunately do not have a good alternative to non-latex. Yeah. Um, 
in the sustainability community too, this is, I don't want to gross people out, but you know, um, I have heard people like ask about reusing them before. Okay. And I'm like, no, don't do that. <laughs> do not do that. What? Mm-mm. Use them one time. They're single yeah. use products. Yes. Don't clean them out. It was, I mean, I hate the- that it's a single use product. But it's for everybody's best interest. (laughs) Throw it away and throw it in the trash. Do not throw it. I don't know. If you're fucking in the woods, I'm super excited for you. Take it home with you. Throw it in the trash. Do not flush it down a toilet. Do not flush it down like a waterway. No, no, no. Not good. Mm -mm. Dispose of them properly. Um, But natural latex too eventually will break down. So that's kind of a thing as well and then speaking of condoms should we talk about lube yes do it because i was literally about to buy lube and then i was like wait no i'm gonna i'm gonna talk to jordan first (laughs) i'm so glad you did some suggestions um (laughs) lube is so important it's awesome it makes sex more fun and i did not know this but apparently oil-based lubes can break down latex yes Yeah. I didn't know that. Water-based. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh my gosh. Because I was listening to the hookup podcast and they did an episode on having environmentally friendly sex. So I was like, I've got to listen. And they had, I think the plastic free mermaid on there, which I really love her and her Instagram. She does really awesome things. She suggested coconut oil as a lube alternative But that is oil, and if you were using a latex condom, that could break it down, so that's not great. Yes. Also, like... That oil also dries out very, very quickly. It... Yeah. Mm -mm. I don't suggest that. I do not suggest that. Yeah. She is an awesome person with a ton of awesome sustainability tips and ideas, things like that, but I would not use that particular one. Mm -hmm. Um, So water-based loops, as you were saying, is like the best way to go. And unfortunately, there's no loops out there that are 100% organic, but there are ones that are 95% organic and companies that are carbon neutral and made in the U.S. So there's other things that we can be thinking of. Um, One I really like is it's called Good Clean Love. Mm -hmm. And that's a lube that I use. I love it. It's made in the U.S. Like I said, carbon neutral. Um, The packaging that comes in a lube is a sugar cane based plastic yeah because you don't really think about your like your how much plastic you're using like with bottles with lube bottles whatever it is but it's a lot of plastic when you like get down to it yeah and I don't want you to go without lube you know no I care about you enough to want you to use lube yeah I usually don't need lube I'm not gonna lie um but yeah if you're doing anal or something you definitely need it and it's definitely (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I do think that good lube not like protect yourself from SCDs or children it's like protecting from tears and everything I just exactly (laughs) exactly for sure um and good lube which I don't mean like wonderful lube I mean the company good Good lube is also found in a few grocery stores that I live nearby. So they're a little bit maybe more accessible than like online companies. I think Target might even sell them, but I'm not sure. We'll look into that. Yeah. So um, use lube. 
just be conscious about where you get it from. Yeah, and the bottle it comes in. Exactly, yeah. So um, something else that I wanted to talk about, because we were chatting about, like, you know, my sexy nearly dudes. Yes. Is what you wear into bed. Let's talk about panties and stuff. Can we? And all the ladies. Yes. I've been waiting. <laughs> yes. I actually, okay, so I have to admit, I'm really not a lingerie type of person. Like, if I do boudoir yeah. shoots, it's usually, like, just a slip um, or it's, like, my naked body. <laughs> I'm into it. But the last, I feel so embarrassed saying this, but the last lingerie I bought was probably something that everybody else goes to for they go to amazon and don't be embarrassed well i am (laughs) we're not here to shame i got it and i looked at it and i'm like holy shit this is probably the cheapest thing i've ever bought who knows who touched it or made it who knows what kind of company it came from who knows where they got this lace or like how they're making it and look at all this plastic packaging. Yeah. Yeah. And Amazon. <laughs> Just and in Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, they're dicks. <laughs> but, you know, the great thing is, is that there are alternatives. Yeah. Um, especially if you're, like, budget-friendly laundry. It's very hard to find. And I, I get people that ask me about that a lot. And I totally get it because sustainable laundry comes with a price tag. Absolutely. Yeah. I was looking into one of the bras that you posted recently and I was like, I would love that, but But it's like $90. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's definitely something I've had to like, I love to buy laundry now. I'm kind of addicted to it. It's a healthy addiction, Mm -hmm. but I have to budget for it. (laughs) And I think also if you're buying a sustainable lingerie and because it's so expensive, you're going to have like more of a minimalist outlook on it. You're not going to have like a whole collection of it. Like you Mm -hmm. were, if you would buy from like Adam and Eve or Amazon. Totally. And here's the thing with lingerie that I've noticed as well is like all these like really cool, awesome, like non-sustainable companies are still putting the hefty price tag on it. Yes, absolutely. Like, they're like we're gonna go ahead and shame Victoria's Secret right now but like yeah it's like so incredibly expensive it's ridiculous and they're made in China they they don't give a fucking shit about who's making it how they're being treated their impact on the environment and they're still charging you an arm and a leg yes the same price yeah and honestly sometimes I even find that like there are some companies I found and some makers I've found where I feel like I get a better product and it's maybe even cheaper than it would be at some cool, whatever company that doesn't give a shit. So, um, but if you are looking for budget friendly lingerie, I would totally suggest buying like vintage or you can like wear a slip if wearing, you know, kind of like, um, like, I don't know if wearing like someone else's garter belt or like, bodysuit freaks you out then buy like a slip you know yeah That's fine buy like a yes. cute little teddy you know or just classic. like a cute little lace yeah I love that um so that's an option and I'm a big I'm a big fan of like depop or depop I don't know how you say it and Poshmark and things like that yeah and sometimes people will be like in the bag never even wore 
it would amaze you how many people buy things like that and then they're like i don't want to use it so you can get those things discounted to me to be honest <laughs> no we'll talk about consumption and consumerism another yeah, time right that's a whole other thing <laughs> um but there are all kinds of really cool companies that I love who do care about who's making it, how they're being made and things like that. Um, I do have a highlight reel on my Instagram that lists of quite a lot of companies if anybody mm -hmm. wants to take a peek, but generally something that I watch out for when I'm buying lingerie is um, how hard is it to find information about where it's made? Ooh, that's a good one. Like if you can't, and this kind of applies to anything that you buy sustainably, if you can't go into the about section of the company and like the footer of their online store and find out immediately where their products are made, you are not going to like the answer. Yeah, absolutely. So um, that's something to think about. I really love supporting artists, um, some people who make laundry small batch, and things like that. There's one particular store that I love that I'm always posting about. Kayla Petty is really awesome. Mm -hmm. um, Hopeless Lingerie is an Australian-based company that makes kind of like lingerie for like the cool, dark, spooky girl, which the cool I self-identify with. I'm like, <laughs> I want to be a spooky girl. I want to be that. I want to be that. I'm um, but <laughs> I'm like, look at my hair. It's blue. Yeah. I have hand tattoos. I'm cool. <laughs> I'm like, am I proving myself? Yeah. Um, Let's then, do the strappy thing. Exactly, exactly. I'm just, just trying to feed into this persona, that's all. Yeah, no, it's cool. If it's your brand, keep going. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but there are also um, lots of really cool companies that make like kinkware and things like that. So mm -hmm. um, there's three that I really like that I think they're all queer owned, which is awesome and made in the yeah. US, small batch. Um, River Queer is super great. Love that fruit it's called fruit leather although it is not vegan i'm pretty sure it's just called fruit leather a little misleading but still a cool company um and then there's nat glitter kink okay so these are all companies that do um made in the usa leather like kink wear which is super fun and i'm really into that's awesome yeah, but even just like the cute little panties that you wear on a daily basis. Yeah, you know, you yeah, can honestly recently like I've had to get. I had twins two years ago. My body's still changing, and I'm still like going down in sizes. So I have to buy like new panties ever so often because it's yeah. something that you don't really think about when you're losing weight. <laughs> But I, it like dawned on me. I was like, I don't want to buy Target panties anymore. So like, where do I go? Hit up that highlight reel, babe. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, I tried to post a variety of companies that have different price points, different practicality levels too, right? Yes. So like, there's your everyday cotton panties and then there's your like, it's a special occasion. Yes. And Great I'm about to panties. make some moves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then like somebody's getting a treat tonight, right? So, yeah. um, and then there's different, a variety of sizing as well. Um, 
Something really awesome about small batch lingerie is quite a lot of them will do custom sizing, which is super nice. If you're a person that has a hard time finding clothes that fit you right. Yes. That's and awesome. usually it's like not, there's no extra charge because it's small batch and they're making it anyway. So those companies exist and they're definitely worth supporting. That's awesome. So let's dive into sexual health a little bit. Yeah. let's do Because we did talk about condoms. It's a good mm-hmm. chat. But I've seen on your Instagram that you are very vocal about sexual health and getting tested. Mm-hmm. And planned parenthood. Yeah. I think it just, I just like want to destigmatize all of it. <laughs> all mm. of it. Yes. I want sex, sexuality, getting tested. I want all of these things to be like conversations that you can casually have over dinner. And like if the waiter overhears you, like that's totally cool. Yes. Right? Absolutely. I, and I kind of, I really don't understand why. I mean, I do. I, I do know why society has, you know, pushed those things to the side and to the shadows, but it makes me really sad. It's so unfortunate. Most of us have sex, right? Like I think a majority of our generation, like where we are starting to talk about money at the dinner table, we are talking about sexual health at the dinner table. These mm-hmm. aren't necessarily taboo, like things to talk about with your friends, but it's taboo to talk about on a platform. Yes, I would definitely agree with that. Um, and especially around getting tested, I am in a long-term relationship. So, you know, I mean, I have friends and I'll ask them, like, how do you handle the talk, right? How do you handle talks of, like, STIs or getting tested or blah, blah, blah? And I am, like, kind of amazed at how many of them, like, don't talk about it. And I'm like, hold on, we they gotta change this. STIs with their partners? With their, like, hookups. Or their, like, oh. Tinder dates or whatever. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Right? I'm like, yeah. okay. All right. You know, so let's destigmatize. I'm like, like, let's put down paperwork. Like, log into your my chart. I'll <laughs> show you mine if you show me yours. Exactly. And I love that mentality, you know? Like, let's keep it folded up in our wallets and pull it out and be like, yes. Oh. And if you do have one. Exactly. And if you have an STI, like, that's fine. Yes. Like, you're fine. It's fine. It's one let's just talk about it. Is, um, herpes. So it's, it's incredibly common. And it's more common yeah. than what think yeah um I also I get a lot of people that dm me and want just someone to talk to like anonymously about something to do with sex or sexuality and things like that and and it it surprises me how many people ask about condoms or not using them and things like that so I've kind of heard it all and I just I just want to talk about it. Like you said, bring it to the dinner table, you know, so get tested Mm -hmm. tested frequently. It's not hard. It's a, yeah, it's a badge of honor, baby. It's not hard. It's super easy. Go to Planned Parenthood. They're amazing. Okay. Mm -hmm. They are so incredible and thoughtful. They're immediately going to ask you what your pronouns are. They don't assume anything. It doesn't matter who you are, who you sleep with. Cannot tell them anything that they haven't heard. Oh my gosh, for sure. I thought I told them some shit and I'm like, well, they're going to judge me. No, they do not. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They don't. You're fine. Um, 
And in that vein, talking about STIs and, you know, we talked about um, using condoms and things like that, birth control. Yes. Something that, yeah, people have asked me about before. And especially a few years ago when I had like really hit my fever pitch of being like obsessed with sustainability as like an ideal, I was getting pretty close to like zero waste, quote unquote. And I had a lot of people asking me like, um, what do you do about birth control? Yeah. And my partner and I, we use condoms. I'm not on birth control of any kind, but at the time I was taking the pill and I had a lot of people that were like, I'm so close to zero waste. Right. And I just, I get birth control and I don't know what to do about it and blah, blah, blah. And I have to say the concept of zero waste, I think it's a really amazing idea, but don't beat yourself up over it. It became this like thing where people are like, if I'm creating trash at all in any way, I'm not like in the community enough or valid enough to like. Not at all. These corporations are making way more trash than you. Yes. Preach. So much more than you. And you are doing great. And if all you're throwing away every month is a little like plastic thing for your birth control, keep doing it. Please keep doing it because you're going to be throwing away a lot more like fruit snacks wrappers if you have a child. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Preach. Preach. And if you're throwing away like bags of trash every month, but you're doing the best you can and you're mm-hmm. just like, you, you've changed a habit or two habits or three habits, like good, great. You're doing the best that you can in this moment in time. Like yeah. don't beat yourself up. And with sustainability, birth control is not the place where I want you to cut corners. No, absolutely not. <laughs> like take care of yourself. There are certainly certain birth control methods which create less waste. Mm-hmm. But do what's best for you. Talk to your doctor yes. and figure out what you need. So um, if anybody is interested, I would say probably like a copper IUD. Is Which pop- is what I have. Absolutely nice. 100% suggest it. This is my Can you tell me more about it? So the, I have, uh, shoot, Paragard. It's the copper IUD. And this is the second one I've had. Um, the first one was not placed. It might've been placed right, but it was starting to slip out when, when I got it out, my OB was like, I'm surprised you weren't pregnant. <laughs> and you're like, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Cool, I was cool. like, cool. Well, now I'm going to go get pregnant. <laughs> um, but yeah, the one that I have right now, it's like sometimes, um, so when you're menstruating, your cervix is a little bit more open than it naturally is in any other time of the month. Um, so you'll feel your strings a little bit more. Your cervix is always like closer down when you're menstruating. So you'll feel your strings, but nothing really pokes out. Um, you want to check your strings ever so often to make sure it's like still in place and it didn't like go up your uterus. Cause that'd be awful. Um, but other than that, it's like, it's literally, I have one thing of metal in my body. I never think about it unless like I'm putting my cup in and it kind of like irks it the wrong way. But I'm obsessed with it. I'm one of those people who I cannot have hormonal birth control. I'm, I'm psycho bitch. Like same psycho. Like I will, I will road rage and I'm a very, I am a calm understanding person, but I will, I will scream at a child. (laughs) Like I will, I will scream at a baby. (laughs) Like I'm not a good person. (laughs) Not a good person. Yeah. 
Yeah, but sure. this option, other than like a diaphragm, which is the disc that you put over your cervix well, with spermicide in it, it's kind of like your not only non-hormonal option, which kind of sucks. Yeah. And it does last for years. It does. It lasts for five years, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So that is a great... Um, and that's the plastic um, hormonal one that goes up your cervix and it's just a little t it's up your cervix you literally never think about it until you have to get a new one and that's that's it i'm obsessed i suggest it to everybody a lot of people have lighter periods on them unfortunately i do not um, <laughs> ivf real fucked me up that way <laughs> with all the hormones that i had to take but yeah i i suggest it it's great yeah that's awesome i love that and if that's the right choice for people Stamp of approval right there. The nude attitude. <laughs> Get yes. yourself a copper IUD. Please you do. Know? But if for whatever reason that's not accessible to you and you like don't want to have children, then go on the pill. <laughs> yes. Know? Just do what you have to do. And just everybody is so different. Everybody's body reacts to hormones so differently. Yeah. Um, so like some people really don't do well with copper it's a thing. It happens. Sure. Some people really just like, it irks them to have something like up them at all times. And I absolutely understand that, but just, you know, protect yourself. If you don't want to have children right now, just, you know, either your partner yeah. gets a vasectomy or you just don't have sex with men. There's other fun ways to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, mm, mm, mm. yes, well, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. If you have a female partner, it really doesn't matter. You don't have to have birth control. <laughs> See, I love this. All kinds of alternatives. Let's yeah, there's all kinds of alternatives if you don't <laughs> throw away a little thing of plastic yeah. every for your pills. Or if like you just need it, you know, to balance whatever. Some people absolutely do need it for like yeah. menstruation. Yeah. Just do what's best for you. You know, protect yourself before you protect the earth. Mm-hmm. Like, you just got to take care of yourself, you know? And then once you're good, you can do good, more good, you know? Yes. So, yeah, that's that was a surprising question that I got. Birth control. Birth control. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I understand in terms of that, waste. you know, when they have, like, they're almost to zero waste and there's this one thing that, like, you literally can't kick. Again, these corporations yeah. are polluting way more. It's not on us to fix the whole world. You know, do what you can. But for the most exactly. part, it's kind of on them, which I hate saying. And, you know, like, I feel like everything we talked about today was about buying consciously. And I'm such a big proponent of that. Someone once told me that you vote with your dollar. And yes, that has just always... Yes, like every dollar that you spend is a vote into the kind of world that you want to live in. So give it to companies that are creating a better world. Amazon does not care about you. No, they <laughs> you do <know>? not. <laughs> don't care about you. So I, I wish they did, but because honestly, Jeff Bezos has a ton of money and could fix the world if he wanted to, but he right? doesn't <laughs> care. <laughs> he doesn't care about you. And all those commercials them talking about like their zero waste. I can't. <laughs> There's zero waste cars. I'm like, well, how are you charging that electric? Let's talk about that. <laughs> I cannot handle it. I've been watching a lot of Hulu lately, a lot of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and these damn commercials that Amazon <laughs> are pushing about how they're like 
so dedicated to sustainability make me want to choke on like I don't know something terrible yeah so (laughs) it's awful (laughs) I hate it and it's awful so yeah so give your money to companies that care you know um that is a great way to make sure that our future might be a little bit brighter so yeah because we're pretty close to doomsday not to bring it down (laughs) a notch (laughs) (laughs) totally no we're keeping it light we're keeping it fresh yeah exactly condoms sexual health it's all okay right just get the we all might die in 20 years and we're trying to colonize mars yeah exactly run up that credit card it doesn't even matter (laughs) yeah (laughs) Buy, treat yourself. Buy that that strappy ass lingerie. You yeah, exactly. <laughs> Amazon's killing the world. <laughs> anyway, cool. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, do you have any closing remarks? I guess those were it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, those are my last words. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. You know, if anyone ever has any questions about sexuality, sustainability, whatever. I'm always here. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard it all. <laughs> yes, you like will be linked. DMs. You will be linked in the yeah. yeah, and I'm not here to judge, you know? Um, it doesn't matter where you are in your sustainability journey or where you are on your sexual journey. Mm-hmm. There's always more that we can learn and we can learn together. So, yeah. Yes. So go out there, and if you want to have sex, and do it. Yeah. In a sustainable way. Go fuck around. Yeah. <laughs> sustainable slut approved. But yeah, I need to get that on, like, I don't know, a standard. You need trademark it, sustainable slut. I'm I know. It. No one take it. Okay. Be nice. Right don't up. take it till I trademark <laughs> it. Yeah, shit. When's this, when's this coming out? <laughs> Probably October. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. I've got, I've got time. I've got time. So. Okay. Yeah. And thanks for having me. I really enjoyed this. God, thank you so much for being on. I feel like I learned so much. Well, yeah, I wasn't like buying anything right now. I was literally about to buy a couple things and I was like, I'm going to talk to Jordan first. <laughs> so now you have to tell me what you buy too. Yeah. I'll if send you, you want pics. to. Didn't okay. Buy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I want reviews. I want pics. Give it all. Yeah. Hell, I'll <laughs> post about it. I don't care. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for being on. I really, really do. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was awesome. Thank you so much for listening. This has been The Nude Attitude, a podcast focusing on radical body acceptance and anti-slut shaming from a true hoe. If you want to interact with upcoming episodes, ask questions, or request topics, please find me on Instagram at the period nude period attitude and on Twitter at underscore nude underscore attitude and on my website, thenudeattitude.com. I'm Madeline Gregg. Hope you keep coming back for more.